ABC Dior. ABC Dior deciphers the symbols and secrets of the house of Dior. By illuminating key inspirations, discover this kingdom of dreams. Founded in 1947 by Christian Dior. ABC Dior invites you to explore the letter C, which stands for the world of cinema, intimately linked to the house since its founding. From the big screen to the red carpet, Dior creations have graced some of the most famous actresses and actors in an exhilarating artistic dialogue that encompasses an extraordinary filmography. Turn the spotlight on 70 years of fashion and the seventh art. Even before he produced his first sketches, Christian Dior possessed an unconditional passion for art. Upon becoming a couturier, he connected fashion to this pluralist fascination, designing costumes for cinema, theater, dance, and opera, while infusing his collections with the magic of music, literature, architecture, and culture in all its forms. As early as 1942, he conceived the costumes for the Roland Thuol-directed film Le Lia Colonne, notably featuring Odette Joyeux, with dialogues written by Jean Cocteau, a collaboration marking the beginning of a great friendship. In 1950, these bonds were further strengthened with Jean-Pierre Melville's film adaptation of Cocteau's novel Les Enfants Terribles, which saw Christian Dior designing the iconic dressing gown of the heroine, played by Nicole Stéphane, a cult element of this unique work. No Dior, no Dietrich. Marlena Dietrich fired back at Alfred Hitchcock before filming began for stage fright in 1950. As friend of the couturier and desirous to control her image, the star's contract stipulated the provision of a Dior wardrobe for her part. The clause was non-negotiable. No Dior, no Dietrich became one of cinema's renowned riposts. A turn of phrase with devastating impact much like Dietrich herself, an eternal muse of the House of Dior. A uniquely daring and uncompromising personality, combining masculine and feminine in a singular elegance. She looked especially sensational in the Palais Rose dress from the Trompe l'Oeil line, designed by Monsieur Dior. The couturier breathed new life into post-war cinema bringing a new momentum to Paris fashion and having a profound inspiration on Hollywood's costume designers. Press, radio, cinema and television work to hasten its advance. Within a few months, the great fashion migration has been accomplished. It is with these words that the founding couturier explained the rise of couture in his Conférence écrite pour la Sorbonne, the series of lectures he gave at the eponymous Paris University. On the street, on glossy paper, Behind the cameras, fashion was everywhere, a symbol of an era undergoing a complete reinvention. reinvention. In the salon at 30 Avenue Montaigne, Dior designs were given names such as cinéma, comédie dramatique, mise en scène, 
premiers rôles, comédie italienne, dénouement, scène d'amour, un Oscar. Out of public view, within the walls of this kingdom of dreams, the couturier conceived custom-made creations of a constellation of stars who admired his talent, a group as famous as they could be demanding. A sweet memento is represented by a photograph of Christian Dior delicately holding Ava Gardner's shoulders. He made her 14 dresses for the film The Little Hut in 1957. Another photo shows Ingrid Bergman sitting in the front row of the spring-summer 1957 Haute Couture show, assiduously following the name of each passing look on the programme. Three years later, the boutique at 30 Avenue Montaigne served as a backdrop for Breathless by the new wave figurehead Jean-Luc Godard. At the start of the film, a bottle of Mistyor perfume appears on the dressing table in front of which Jean-Paul Belmondo is slowly rubbing his thumb across his lips in signature Bogart style. 30 Avenue Montaigne was also where Jean Seberg would come to find the cocktail outfit she wore to promote the cult film, an enduring ode to Paris. From Marilyn Monroe, immortalized in Dior for her final shoot by the photographer Bert Stern, to Sophia Loren, Claudia Cardinal, Lauren Bacall and Grace Kelly, silver screen stars proved naturally suited to the Dior style. There is only one degree of separation, one film, one encounter between Christian Dior's lucky star and those on Hollywood Boulevard. In 1961, the Oscar for Best Actress went to Elizabeth Taylor for her role in Daniel Mann's Butterfield 8. At the award ceremony, all eyes were on the violet-eyed beauty and her soiree à Rio dress, chosen from among the creations of Marc Bowen's spring-summer 1961 debut haute couture collection at Dior. This special association continues today with Dior actresses and muses, including Charlize Theron and Natalie Portman, who embody the iconic fragrances J'adore and Miss Dior, along with Camille Cotin, Rosamund Pike, and Jiang Shuying, whose liberated femininity is conveyed through the campaign for the iconic Lady 9522 bag. At the Festival de Cannes, actresses and actors gather annually on the Croisette to ascend the famous 24 Steps of Glory in a unique concentration of glamour that further extols the Dior dream. At the prestigious event's 1956 edition, Michel Morgan graced the cover of Paris Match in a Dior haute couture ensemble titled Bal de Printemps. Later, Christian Dior's successors would also turn their attention to this same mission of making the stars and the whole world dream. At the festival in 1961, Sophia Loren wore the Celadon dress from that year's spring-summer haute couture collection by Marc Bourne. More recently, the Cannes red carpet has witnessed Elle Fanning, Rihanna, Juliette Binoche, Natalie Portman wearing sumptuous evening dresses 
designed by Maria Grazia Curie for Dior. Over the course of his Dior years, Marc Bowen by turns dressed Ingrid Bergman, Brigitte Bardot, Lauren Hutton, and Isabel Adjani. John Galliano, for his part, in tribute to this passion, regularly celebrated the glamour, energy, and magic of cinema in his fashion shows. With his autumn-winter 1997-1998 ready-to-wear collection, he brought Dior pinups to life in a fascinating mashup of Eastern inspiration and Hollywood aesthetics. The legendary charisma of Marlena Dietrich was evoked for spring-summer 2004 ready-to-wear. Faithful friends, inspiring muses and empowered women, actresses have always occupied a place at the house's beating heart. Names including Isabelle Huppert, Alexandra Daddario, Anya Taylor-Joy, Gal Gadot, Rosamund Pike, Zhang Zi, and Jennifer Lawrence, to name just a few, have turned to the House of Dior for their red carpet appearances, captivating a global audience. In March 2021, the French novelist and playwright Florian Zeller received the Oscar for Best Adapted Screenplay for The Father, dressed in a Dior suit. The faultless elegance of Kim Jones's tailoring has attracted artists such as actors Robert Pattinson, Brendan Fraser, Colin Farrell, and the directors Darius Marder, Eric O, David Fincher, Michel Azanavicius, and Baz Luhrmann. In 2023, Michelle Yeoh accepted the Oscar for Best Actress for her role in Everything Everywhere All at Once by Daniel Scheinert and Daniel Kwan, wearing a Dior haute couture dress in silk organza embellished with delicate feathers. And at the 48th César Awards ceremony, Nadia Tereshkevich and Bastien Bouillon also wore the house's creations when they were named Best Female and Best Male Newcomer, respectively. Actors have additionally lent their fame to the most emblematic Dior fragrances. The house chose the face of Alain Dulon to embody Eau Sauvage, created in 1966 by the virtuoso Edmund Rudnitska, marking a union of two legendary figures. Today, Johnny Depp and Robert Pattinson are among the male personifications of the unique spirit of Dior fragrances. While the cinematographic universe has often inspired the collections of the creative directors who succeeded the founding couturier, the house's incomparable heritage has also made its way onto the big screen. In 2021, the film Haute Couture directed by Sylvie Oaillon, paid tribute to the excellence of the petite main in the atelier, while Anthony Fabian's feature film Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris celebrates the creativity and splendour of Christian Dior's dresses. In the mid-1970s, the house even took its first steps to the other side of the screen with the launch of Visiora, a range of professional products for stage and cinema. In the 1980s, this innovative line was expanded with numerous high-performance additions, ranging from makeup to products designed for special effects. 
1984, the house even inaugurated a Visura studio at the 37th Festival de Cannes, welcoming famous names such as Jane Birkin, David Lynch, and Juliette Binoche for a final touch-up before hitting the red carpet. Cinema is the form of modern writing whose ink is light, said Jean Cocteau. Dior and cinema represent a passionate co-production, a fervent dialogue dreamily weaving through the projects, works and festivals that testify to the house's artistic commitments and affinities. <laughs>